Jones. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. What's going on, Christy Love? But yeah, you know, as I was talking about earlier in the live that I'm on, on Instagram, if y'all follow me on Instagram at Too Much Game Podcast or at Uncle Dolomite, I'll be live on Instagram. So before the show, I was basically telling these niggas, I don't have a topic, my nigga. I have no clue what I'm going to talk about today. Which is funny because sometimes the, the shows like this where like I don't have no subject, like I don't have no no topic when I'm just spitting off the top of the head. They be some game heavy episodes, my nigga. Because on some real shit, you know, when, when I'm left to my own devices and I could just like let my thoughts roll, I be having a gang of shit at least to say. I be having more to say than I be thinking I have to say because, you know, like the way that the show is formatted, I I used to write everything down like I would damn near write the whole show out before I recorded it. But then, like, I got to the point where some episodes I just freestyle because, you know, I take a topic and I just run with that shit. What's the deal? Razzle dazzle. But like as of. I don't know, maybe like the last, I don't know, 40 episodes. I just do freestyles, nigga. I just be like, fuck it, nigga. I ain't writing shit because most of my favorite episodes was freestyles. But before that, I used to at least write like little show notes and talking points and shit. So I would just have my talking points and then I would use a point and expound upon each point that I would write. Today, nigga, I have nothing. Nothing written, no topic, no aim, no goal, just vibes, my nigga, like, nigga, just literally, it is what the fuck it is, whatever comes out, good luck, motherfucker, you know, because my mind all week has been consumed with the fact that, I don't know if I told y'all last week, but Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday, I'm gonna be on stage for the first time. Doing comedy, my nigga. You know, y'all niggas seen. If y'all follow me on social media, y'all follow my my Instagram page. I got that shit pinned on both pages when I did a podcast pick. And most people who seen it, they seen that I cracked a little joke in the beginning of my show. So they think that a motherfucker did like a whole stand-up set. Nah, nigga, that wasn't comedy, nigga. That was the show. It just happened to be some funny shit because I got drunk. But Wednesday night, yeah, Christy, I'm... I'm doing comedy now, my nigga. So I get to put that as my credits. Like in the bio of the shit that I do, I'm a motherfucking comedian now, nigga. Not yet, because I ain't done the shit. But after Wednesday, nigga, I, I could officially say I'm I'm a fucking comedian now, nigga. So, you know, y'all motherfuckers, if you in the Inland Empire, you in Southern California, come catch a nigga motherfucking Corona, nigga, at a Rockefeller's Bar Wednesday night, nigga. That's going to that's gonna be my comedy debut. What's the motherfucking deal, Heaven from the Heaven's World podcast? Oh, yeah, nigga, let me uh put my soundboard back up. Boom, better get the air horn. But, yeah, that shit has been like having my mind consumed. And it's funny because, like I said, when it comes to me not having no topic for the day, 
Like I said, my nigga, I'm just gonna use my personal experience and the things that have been going through my mind as my 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 content for the day. Oh, you gonna be there, heaven? You better really be there too. Like I'm really gonna be expecting to see you at this motherfucker. I'm gonna be looking for you specifically now that you saying that you're gonna be there. I'm gonna be looking for you. So if you ain't there, I'm gonna be talking big shit. But yeah, nigga, like I've been thinking about that shit like all week. You know, I wrote jokes. I've been practicing my jokes. Like when I be by myself, like just, okay, how am I going to start? How am I going to lead into this? How am I going to introduce myself? How are they going to introduce me? Am I going to do crowd work? Am I going to be cracking these type of jokes? Am I going to tell stories? I don't know what the fuck. I literally have no clue what the fuck I'm going to do, my nigga. I'm just going to go up there and do what I do on my motherfucking show. Like, fuck it, nigga. I'm just going to let the vibes carry me, my nigga. Pause. But what you say when I come back to Cali, I'll come by if you have a show. I don't know. Like, this the thing. Like, this going to be an open mic on a Wednesday night. So I'm really just out here on some practicing type shit. Like, I just want to see if I could do it. Because, you know, the game that I'm going to attach to this whole little shit is nigga It's just one of them things that It's not something on my bucket list But it's also something that I've always Felt like I could do that I feel like I would regret Never at least trying The shit Like nigga it ain't like I I, I had Dreams of being fucking Richard Pryor Or Dave Chappelle as a kid or no Shit like that but literally, my nigga, it's something that I feel like I could do. So it's like, nigga, let me at least try the shit to say that I did the shit. You know, like I say all the fucking time, my nigga, like regretting something that you never done is worse than failing at something that you actually tried. Like I have way more respect for a motherfucker that a try and fail than a motherfucker that's too scared to try some shit. So I'm basically walking in my own advice with this one. Like, OK, my nigga. I feel like I could do it. I said I could do it. Let me try to do it. So if I fuck up, at least I could say I tried. Even though I doubt I'm going to fuck up because, you know, I got the ultimate confidence in myself. I don't feel like I'm going to fuck up. I honestly feel like I'm going to kill that shit. But again, like when it comes to, you know, human nature, you know, like in dominoes, niggas say shit like study long, study wrong. That's kind of what's been happening with me, my nigga, like. Analysis paralysis I've been doing too Like too much thinking To the point where like I said My nigga like I ain't even have no subject matter For my show Because I've been so consumed With the thought of like You know possible stage fright And shit like that And I think I got motherfucking like Burrito crumbs in my beard My nigga you know I thought y'all niggas was my homeboys My nigga why nobody tell me I had crumbs in my beard But, you know, like I said, my nigga, like I've been so consumed with the thought of me jumping on this stage with people expecting me to make them laugh. That shit been like getting me nervous, my nigga. And I'm not even like a nervous type of nigga. You know, even though, like I say, when I do this show, every time I turn the mic on, I have a level of nervousness because, you know, anytime you have something where you're performing, something where people are watching you, something with the. The expectation of something going right or doing good. It's like, nigga, everybody has a fear of failure, even if you've succeeded at something a thousand fucking times. 
It's just human fucking nature. And that's what it is with this. Like, this is something that I feel like I could do, but I've never done it. So me thinking my way through it, nigga, I've been honestly scaring myself. You know, and I tell y'all motherfuckers all the time, like, nigga, sometimes you got to get out your own head when it comes to you doing something, you know, because the thought of the ass whooping is always scarier than the ass whooping. Like a lot of times when you're sitting there thinking about how something is going to go and how something can go wrong, that should shake you more than the 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 failure even if you fail like even to do terrible you know like when you was little and your mom was about to whoop your ass or you know when you was little when you you was in a situation where you was about to catch a punishment or something bad was gonna happen all of the thoughts leading up to that event was always worse than the actual event like nigga after you got your ass whooped Nigga, you probably get the best sleep of your life. Nigga, you wake up, nigga, your mom done made you a motherfucking sandwich, some orange juice, nigga. You probably went swimming or, you you know, you you kicked it, you played your video game. You had a good day after the ass whooping, my nigga. You, you actually a lot of times felt better after you got your ass whooped. So all of that time leading up to the ass whooping was like the worst time of your motherfucking life. You know, so like I said, when it comes to this whole comedy thing, my nigga. I've been like talking myself in and out of it, my nigga, like talking myself in and out of the jokes. Like, damn, that shit funny. On second thought, maybe that shit ain't funny. Oh, man, this shit finna kill him. You know what? What if this shit trash? You know, what if these motherfuckers don't like me? What if this happened? What if this happened? Like, I'm what if in myself in and out of this shit. And like I say all the time, like, I'm gonna do it. Just the, the confidence that I have in myself and me being who I am and the type of nigga that I am. I just ain't got no bitch bones in my body. So even when I'm afraid to do something, I'm still going to do it. Because like I tell y'all niggas, I always preach for y'all niggas to do certain shit. So for me to go against my own teachings, that shit just ain't in me. You know, so like I said, nigga, I have been talking about doing this shit for some years. And shout out my nigga Maury Richardson, dog. You know, because that nigga was like, nigga, I got a comedy room. It's in the Inland Empire. Nigga, you got to come, you know, you got to come hit that stage, nigga. Like, you know, like I said, the nigga saw my video and was like, nigga, you could for sure do this shit. All my comedian homies been telling me to do that shit. You know, shout out JP Justice, my nigga Juno, Big Vino. And all my other homeboys that's, you know, working stand-up comedians, my nigga, like, they been trying to push me towards hitting the stage. You know, shout out my old co-host, CJ, Chelsea Perry. You know, same thing, my nigga, like, nigga, she was doing the Cat vs. Dog podcast with me, nigga. We was about 75 episodes deep, nigga, before I even seen her hit the stage. You know, so it's like, I'm surrounded by too many motherfuckers that's pushing me to do this shit. So I can't let fear stop me. And like I say, nigga, with me translating the game to y'all, that's something that I tell y'all all the time. Like if you have a talent, if you have something that even it, even if you don't consider it a talent, even if it's something you just want to do, my nigga, you might want to go fucking skydiving or bungee jumping, fucking dirt bike riding, nigga. You might want to learn how to play the violin or the guitar or the, fucking drums or some shit 
Nigga, at least give that shit a try, my nigga. Like, you never know. You might like it. You might be good at it. You might be a fucking natural. Like, it might be a reason that you've been having this desire to try this shit. So it's like, nigga, the, the least you can do is get that shit a shot. You know, and something that, like, one of my mantras for life, like, something that I always say a lot of times when it comes to everything that I ever do is, I always do my best. You know, I got a whole fucking episode, like, always do your best in everything that you do. Always try your best to be your best. You know, you never feel guilty or you never feel like a failure or you never feel bad when you know that. Even if I fail, I fail because I try and that shit just wasn't for me. Like, nigga, I don't have no negative feelings when I actually give something an honest, decent try and I don't do well. That just mean it wasn't for me, nigga. What's going on, Farmer Juno, my nigga? Farmer Juno, the comedian up in this motherfucker. Shout out, Juno. You know, but like I said, dog, like, nigga, everything I do, I give my 100% to. I do the best that I can at everything that I even try. Even if it's something that I don't feel like I'll do well, my nigga. You know, I, last night, nigga, went bowling with my cousin and the homie. You know, shout out my cousin, Lil Mike. And my nigga Flex from The Plug, at The Plug 11 on Instagram. You know, shout out to The Plug. If you ever in the Inland Empire, the Waterman Swap Meet, check The Plug out. They got dope-ass clothes. You know, that's where I get most of my shit from. But like I said, nigga, whether I'm bowling, skating, playing basketball, Everything I do, I always do my best, you know, and a lot of times, you know, like I say, when it came to the comedy shit, a big reason that I hadn't got on stage yet is because I got too much respect for the stage. And I mean that in 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 totality, like too much respect for the stage. The reason I haven't done it is literally because my nigga. The respect that I have for the stage became fear, like it became stage fright. So even though I know I'm a funny motherfucker, like I know that I got jokes, I know I could crack jokes with the best of them, I always look at what stand-up comedians do as something that's not fucking easy. What's going on, big booty? Like, I respect what them niggas do, my nigga. I respect they grind because that shit not easy. You know, like, there was somebody in the comments of a, a, a... a conversation that I was having with Juno, JP Justice, and um, my nigga Bullhead, the comedian, right? You know, we chopping it up, and the nigga was like, funny is funny. Nah, that that that's not true. Every funny is different, my nigga. You know, there's break room funny. There's roasting, cracking jokes funny. You know, there's... You know, tripping over your feet, slapstick type of funny. You know, there's um, satirical funny. There's all type of different funnies, right? But, like, when it comes to being on that fucking stage, that's not like when we fucking around on live. When I'm sitting there going back and forth with my homeboys, it's easy for me to take something that they say and then build upon that and that be funny. You know, it's easy to get on a motherfucking podcast and you have, like, a a subject that's going to be funny anyway. And then you just speaking on something that was going to be funny no matter what, you know, like when niggas do comedy podcasts and if we just talking about eating ass, eating ass is funny. 
So all I got to do is mention a bunch of shit that that leads to us getting deeper into the ass eating conversation. And it's going to be funny, you know, sucking dick and all of these like low hanging fruit, funny things to talk about. Of course, it's going to be funny. So that's easy. But like I said, when you jump on that motherfucking stage and everybody has the expectation of laughing at what you say. Nigga, that's a whole different fucking ball game, my nigga. You know, like I said, like I'm the type of nigga that respects people's grind, especially if they're doing something that I've never done. You know, like I I, I literally look at that shit as a form of disrespect for you to see me do something. And you think just because you see me doing it, you could do it too. You know, and it's not to go into like certain people that have just that ultimate confidence like I have. Like, nigga, I know I got the confidence of feeling like, nigga, if it could be done, I could do it. But at the same time, I also have that respect of even though I know I could do it. It's going to take for me doing some research, some thinking, some practicing, some talking to people, you know, getting some tips, you know, because, nigga, I spent that whole motherfucking life earlier today, nigga, just talking to JP Justice, Juno and Bullhead trying to get some tips like, nigga. Any advice y'all could give me, I'm approaching this shit like a student. Because like I say, my nigga, like talent can only take you so far. Just like in this podcast shit. Like there's a lot of talented conversationalists, my nigga. It's a lot of people who can talk. It's a lot of motherfuckers that think just because they can talk, they can have a podcast. Oh man, me and my homegirls. When we be having conversation, it be so hilarious. We need a podcast. Oh, nigga, when I be at the barbershop getting my hair cut, I be talking my shit. I need a motherfucking podcast. Oh, man, I know so much about politics. I should have a fucking podcast. It's not that fucking easy, my nigga. Just like comedy, my nigga, you might have your motherfucking co-workers rolling. Like, think about how many niggas done jumped on that stage and bombed. Think about how many niggas done jumped on that motherfucking stage and did fucking terrible. What they all had in common, somebody at their job told them they was hilarious. They mamas and uncles told them they was hilarious. They little friends that they be hanging around with every day told them they was hilarious. And they took all these compliments on that motherfucking stage and your friends couldn't help you. Your grandmama couldn't help you. Your coworkers couldn't help you. Nigga, now you honestly got to show that talent and you got to mix that talent with the ability to translate that talent to make these motherfuckers in this crowd laugh. Everybody can't do that, my nigga. Same with this podcast shit, my nigga. Of course, we can all talk, my nigga. We are humans. You know, most humans that ain't deaf, mute or any of that shit, we have the ability to talk. But the ability to keep people's attention while you talk, that's a completely different thing. You know, the ability to talk about things that are relatable, sometimes entertaining, possibly funny, informative. That shit not always easy, my nigga. Like, yeah, that shit easy on little spoonfuls. When you sitting there around your homeboys who already like you, who already waiting to come talk to you, who already came to come talk to you, it's easy to talk to them. That's a completely different thing than when motherfuckers t- tune into your show, 
to hear what you're talking about. You know, that's why a lot of these podcasts be various different times. Some niggas got a five minute podcast. Some niggas got a 10 minute podcast. Some niggas got a 30 minute podcast. Some niggas got an hour podcast. Some niggas, they do different times. Like Shan, nigga, Shan got episodes that be fucking three and a half minutes. She got podcasts that be an hour and 10. She got, she all over the motherfucking place. That in itself is a talent. Like nigga, doing this podcast shit is a talent. You know, like to me, this shit deserve respect. Like nigga, I respect a whole lot of my colleagues in this podcast shit because it takes a talent, my nigga. Everybody got something different to add to the game. But like I say, dog, like I have respect for motherfuckers who could translate that talent into what they do because it's not as easy as a lot of you niggas think. Nigga, thousands of podcasts are started every day. And a lot of them don't even last 10 fucking episodes, my nigga. You know, same with comedy. A million niggas done hit stages at open mics, my nigga. A whole lot of motherfuckers. Not everybody had a career in comedy. Not even a lot of motherfuckers jumped on stage more than three or four times. It's a lot of motherfuckers did that shit one time. Bombed horribly and never touched the stage again. Some motherfuckers tried it nine or ten times. Never touched the stage again because they was trash, my nigga. And like I said, nigga, I'm pretty sure every single one of them motherfuckers... Somebody told them they was funny. Somebody gave them the idea to jump on the motherfucking stage and try comedy. Same with podcasting. Nigga, I know a gang of motherfuckers that went, bought all the equipment. You know, the motherfuckers checked all the YouTube videos, did a whole bunch of research, did this shit. Shit, sometimes 10 to 20 episodes. Nigga, I know niggas got 80, 90 episodes. Nigga, never did it again because, nigga, sometimes yo... Your talent don't translate. And what you say, my nigga, uh, Predon, you got a talent and enjoy doing. Yeah, and that's the fucking thing. Like, my theory for life in general, to me personally, what I view as the meaning of life is finding something that make you happy and doing as much of it as you possibly can. Putting as much into it as you possibly can. Giving as much energy to it as you possibly can. You know, to me, true success in life is finding what you enjoy, finding what makes you happy and doing as much of what makes you happy as possible. Whether that be kicking it with your family, doing your hobbies, being around your friends or people that you love or people that you have genuine connections with and doing as much of that as you possibly can, my nigga. That's success, you know, like I tell y'all, it's not always a dollar amount. You know, there's motherfuckers who literally have a whole lot of money, but then when they think about the happiest times in their life, it was when they didn't have much money because all they had in life was the things that truly made them happy, which was family, friends, and the fun things that they enjoy doing. You know, I told y'all motherfuckers like, you know, a few episodes ago, Money is to be exchanged for the things in your life that make you happy. But a lot of people that got the game fucked up exchange the things in their life that make them happy to have the money. And that's why the money don't never equate to happiness.
you know, like when it comes to this whole little thing with me trying comedy, this is something that I feel like I have a talent for. So I'm going to put my talent to work and I'm going to see how well it goes for me, my nigga. Hopefully I kill that shit. You know, hopefully, nigga, I leave off the stage and everybody dying, laughing, and it's a great thing. And everybody like, oh, my God, nigga, you like the next motherfucking Dave Chappelle, nigga. You like fucking Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy, nigga. That's the plan. But, you know, nigga, there's also that chance that I might bomb. You know, like I say, nigga, when it comes to this podcast shit, everybody has something that they view as a talent. But, nigga, will that talent translate into success in that field that you're going to when you're trying out your motherfucking talent? You know, because like I say, my nigga, it's a thousand motherfuckers that tried the podcast. It's a gang of motherfuckers who I done done podcasts with, nigga, who I done started out with, nigga. And they not doing this shit no more because they fucking talent didn't translate. Nigga, a lot of times it ain't even about your fucking ta- your talent. Sometimes what they thought was success didn't hit them at the time that they wanted for it to hit. So they felt like they had failed. You know, and it's a whole nother thing. Like when it comes to success and failure, like I say, my nigga, you have to define success for yourself. You know, sometimes you got to really like consider the difference between your expectations and reality. You know, some motherfuckers, like, they really be thinking, like, oh, if it don't happen within a year, I'm a failure. If it don't happen within two years, I'm a failure. But in reality, like, a lot of the motherfuckers who you see on TV, nigga, they they was an unknown for 10 years, 15 years. They just didn't fucking quit, my nigga. They just stuck with it. You know, like, Rick Ross, the rapper, you know, Ricky Rosé. You know, William Roberts. Shit, I don't think that nigga got on in rapping until he was like in his fucking 30s, possibly mid 30s. You know, same with them Griselda niggas. Like a lot of motherfuckers was rapping for years before you even heard of their ass. You know, same with comedians like nigga, that nigga fucking Kevin Hart was out there for years. Before y'all heard of this nigga, before his first movie role, before his first major stand up, that nigga was in the game for a long fucking time. You know, a lot of times, my nigga, it all is about how willing you are to stick to it. Even through failure, even through motherfuckers telling you to stop, even through yourself telling you to stop, you know, because like I tell y'all, nigga. Everybody who's ever done anything has had that thought in their head like, man, maybe I should quit this shit. Maybe this shit ain't fucking working. There's motherfuckers who you deem to be successful. You look at these niggas as being successes and they be having the same thoughts and they cracking. Like, damn, nigga, how I keep selling a hundred thousand? Why I ain't selling a million? Maybe I should quit this shit. You know what, nigga? This is making me more money than this is. Maybe I should quit this shit. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers right now that's comedians that you might think is fucking hilarious. And they like, nigga, maybe I should go back to construction. I'm making more money doing construction than I'm making in comedy. So fuck it, nigga. Let me go back to laying bricks. 
You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, how serious are you about what you're doing to stick to that shit? You know, because like I say, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that literally the only difference between the motherfuckers who cracked off and the motherfuckers who didn't was the niggas who cracked off didn't quit. There's niggas right now doing something that you was good at and they was never as good as you was. And the reason that they made it and you didn't is because they stuck to it and you didn't. What you say, Juno? You ain't lying, bro. I'm in there right now deciding should I follow it while I got a little girl coming into the world. Well, the thing is, Juno, like, it's 2024, my nigga. Like, as a comedian now, it's so many motherfuckers just making money off of what they do on social media now. Like, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, my nigga. Like, they're social media. You know, like I said, nigga, a few episodes ago, like, this shit has made it easier than ever in life to become a millionaire. This shit has made it so much easier for motherfuckers to get their message to the world. You know, for, for you to get your content to the public. Like, you don't need a major studio no more. You don't need to be put in a movie no more. You don't need to be on a fucking TV show no more. Like, if you funny, you know, if, if your, your talent translates, you could translate your talent through this social media shit, my nigga. You know, like, there used to be a time where, like, even in podcasting, Nigga, I've been wanting to do a podcast since 2006. I didn't start podcasting till 2019 because in 2006, you needed a whole studio. You needed a website. You needed a fucking server. You needed a bunch of shit that costed thousands of dollars. But now, these days, nigga, all you need is a fucking phone. Nigga, you can get a fucking free account at Red Circle or Spreaker. Or any of these things, and you can fucking do a podcast sitting in your fucking bathroom. You can literally be taking the shit, doing a podcast. Same with YouTube and all these other things. Like, nigga, it's so much easier for you to get your message or share your talent with the world. Like, you don't need a whole lot of these things. So even as a father, my nigga, you a new daddy, dog. And congratulations to that. But nigga, I'm a father too, my nigga. I got two kids. You know, me and my wife is separated, my nigga. I live in a whole separate house. I work 12-hour motherfucking days. I do a podcast. I got a lot going on, but, nigga, I'm about to try to do comedy too, my nigga. You know, like, nigga, it's all in how passionate are you about what you're doing. So even though you might not see immediate success, you might not see immediate financial success, if you really serious about it, which I honestly feel like you are, You'll find a way to do that shit, my nigga. Like, even if you can't do it at the clip that you once wanted to do it, you the talent ain't going to go away. So even though, like, say, nigga, you got your baby, you got you to gotta donate a whole lot more time to being a father than you once did before you was a father. Like, nigga, you still going to find time to write jokes. Nigga, you going to be sitting there burping the baby, writing your jokes, my nigga, you know. When your baby fall asleep, hop on live with the homies, chop it up, keep your motherfucking sword sharp, 
You know, like I said, nigga, your ass could get a YouTube page. Like, it's so many ways that you can do this shit, my nigga. Like, nigga, even during the pandemic, nigga, the pandemic, it showed us a whole lot of shit. You know, like I always say about nigga, the 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 blessing of the lesson, nigga, the blessing of the curse, the blessing of the burden. Nigga, when that motherfucking pandemic hit, a lot of motherfuckers found some fly ass ways to get they fucking content out. Like the pandemic brought us the versus battle. You know, the pandemic brought us those D nice DJ sets and shit like that. To the point where them niggas made millions of dollars off of their content because everybody was locked in their fucking house. So even though you as a father, yeah, nigga, you finna be locked in the fucking house too. But as long as you got a fucking internet connection, my nigga, like you can still connect with those people that you consider fans, the people who you consider to be supporters and motherfuckers like that. You know, like nigga, like you literally got to have a fucking mindset of there's no fucking excuses, my nigga, especially if you serious about something, you know, because like I said, my nigga, like I've been running away from the stage for years, dog. Like, motherfuckers, nigga, my, my mom been telling me since I was little, like, nigga, your ass could be a motherfucking comedian. My family been telling me since I was little that I could be a comedian. My friends and all this shit. But, like I told y'all, I got so much respect for what you niggas do. I been like, nah, I can't do that shit. Nigga, because, you know, when you watch Bernie Mac, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, like these niggas, they these niggas got God level talent, dog. You know, so when you look at yourself in a mirror, you like, Shh, I can't do it like that nigga do it. I can't do that like that nigga do it. You know, but that's when sometimes like nigga, sometimes you gotta lie to yourself in order to believe in yourself. Like, and it's not even in the sense of like honestly lying to yourself. But, like, you really got to remind yourself of the talent that you truly have. There's a reason everybody's telling you how funny you are. There's a reason all these motherfuckers is telling you how talented you are. Because, like I say, nigga, like, us as human beings, a lot of times, we get imposter syndrome. Which is the feeling of, damn, maybe I don't belong here. Maybe I'm not as funny as I think I am. Maybe I'm not as talented as everybody's telling me that I am. You know, like even with like basketball players and athletes, like maybe I'm not as fast as I thought I was. But then you got to remind yourself, like my nigga, there's a reason everybody's pumping me up, my nigga. I'm built for this shit. I'm good at this shit. I got a motherfucking talent, nigga. I I, I deserve to be here just as much as any of them niggas deserve to be here. Because on some real shit, a lot of those niggas had and have the same feelings that you have. There's motherfuckers in the NBA that literally be having the feeling of like, damn, nigga, maybe I don't deserve to be here. Nigga, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. You know, especially like, nigga, when you first get drafted, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers came out of high school as the dopest nigga at they school. And you felt a hundred feet tall. When your motherfucking ass was wearing everybody out in high school and then you go to college and it's four or five niggas on the same team as you better than you. A lot of times that be shaking niggas confidence and that's why they fall off 
in college. Same as a lot of these niggas. You was the dopest nigga at your college. You was the dopest nigga in your whole little college conference. Then your ass got drafted. And you got on a team with like five or six niggas who you felt was more talented than you. When your ass got on your first game and somebody busted your motherfucking ass. Welcome to the NBA, bitch ass nigga. A lot of niggas couldn't handle that, my nigga. And that's why they fell off. But like I said, nigga, the difference between motherfuckers who succeeded is the motherfuckers who proceeded, my nigga. The motherfuckers who kept going. The motherfuckers who didn't let somebody showing them that they may not have been the most talented motherfucker in the world at the time. They was like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I still got enough talent to be in this motherfucker. I still have the ability to improve at what I'm doing and do better in order for me to elevate and keep going in this motherfucker. You know, like with Kobe, my nigga, like nigga, Kobe Bryant in his first finals appearance shot two air balls. Fuck them out of the game, my nigga. You know, that nigga wasn't starting when he first got in the league, nigga. He was backing up Eddie Jones. Pause. Like, nigga, there was times when nigga Kobe was looking like, nigga, he might be a bust. It's a whole lot of motherfuckers that when they got in the NBA, niggas that got in the NFL and motherfuckers who've done literally anything, they fucked off their first time in life, my nigga. But that didn't stop them, and that's why they ended up as a successes as they was. That's how they ended up being the legends that they was, because they didn't let failure fuck them up. They didn't let failure stop them. You know, like I said, my nigga, like these are the conversations that I literally have with myself. You know, I say this shit all the time about this show. There's times, nigga, I turn this mic on and I give myself advice. Y'all niggas just here to listen to it. Nigga, I be literally talking myself up to build myself up, to help my own confidence. Y'all niggas just get to hear me do that, my nigga. You know, because like I say, I just feel like I have something that's relatable to people. I have self-doubt, too. Nigga, I get feelings of imposter syndrome, too. I need to have that motherfucker in my ear, too. I just happen to be that motherfucker for myself. So I share it with y'all. A lot of times, that's what this motherfucking show be. And like I said, nigga, I literally turned this mic on. With no fucking topic because of that right there. Nigga, I was nervous about this whole little comedy show and was like, shit, nigga, I guess I'm just going to talk my way through that. Nigga, I'm just going to turn the microphone on and share my thoughts out loud so everybody else could hear it, my nigga. You know, that's really all today's episode is, my nigga. Like, this is like a self-coaching session that I'm sharing with you niggas. You know, welcome. Motherfucker, like nigga, welcome to the inside of my mind. You know, cause like I tell y'all, nigga, like I can't motivate y'all. You know, like I I forgot what number of the episode. I think the name of the episode was motivate your fucking self. You know, because the thing is, like, I can't offer you niggas motivation. I can only offer you niggas information. I can only really offer you niggas what I do to help myself and hope that it somehow helps you. Hopefully, nigga, what I'm going through or what I'm telling myself translate to y'all to help y'all. 
Like help you motivate yourself Nigga help you elevate yourself You know help you keep on going When you want to stop You know nigga help you find the things In your life that you find Inspirational and that you find Motivational so you can keep That ahead of you nigga so you can keep on Going in whatever that you do You know nigga for, for you to get That that thing in your mind That tells you like even though I Failed if I keep Going I'm eventually going to succeed you know, even though I fucked up right here, as long as I'm breathing, as long as I'm still walking and talking, as long as I still have the talent that God gave me, as long as I still had an ability, I could still go and succeed. This just was a failure. This shit was this shit was a speed bump, not a roadblock. Nigga, this was a motherfucking stop sign. It wasn't a sign to stop. You know, that's the fucking thing, you know, because like I said, dog, a million niggas have failed the same place you failed. There's a lot of motherfuckers that failed worse than the failure that you had and they kept going. And that's why they were successful. That's why they was able to succeed. That's why they was able to elevate. That's why they became great at what they was doing, because when they reached that same motherfucking roadblock you hit, they kept fucking going. When they had that same adversity that you had, they kept fucking going. They said, nigga, I'm not finna let this shit stop me, nigga. I'm still talented. I'm still good at this shit. Matter of fact, they might not have been talented. They might not have been good at that shit. But they was like, nigga, I still have the ability to fucking improve. So I'm gonna keep going because if I keep going, I'm gonna get better. And as long as I get better, I have the chance to succeed. So they fucking stuck with that shit and they was able to do better, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, you can't be afraid to fail. You can't be so afraid of failure that you don't do it. Because like I say all the fucking time with niggas, 99% of the time privately, but I should talk about that shit more on this show is. If you afraid to fail, that must mean that you way more afraid to succeed. You know, because if you can't overcome the risk of failure, there's no way you could succeed, my nigga. Like, nigga, success takes you trying something. Nigga, success takes you risking something. A lot of time, the only thing that you risking is the fear of, of, of failure. That's literally the only risk. You know, like I said, nigga, with me jumping on this stage, nigga, literally the only thing I'm risking is I might possibly bomb. The only thing I'm risking is niggas might not laugh. You know, it ain't like I'm investing $10 million into this stage. It ain't like if I go on this stage and they don't laugh, when I leave the stage, they gonna beat the fuck out of me or I'm gonna die. Nigga, the only thing I'm fucking risking is niggas not laughing. The only thing I'm risking is the possibility of embarrassment, a bruise to my fucking ego. That's the only thing that's on the line right here. And the crazy thing is a lot of y'all niggas that's afraid to do things. That's the same thing with y'all. It's a lot of motherfuckers out here. Literally, that's not starting businesses. It's a lot of motherfuckers that's not pursuing a singing career. They not pursuing a motherfucking poet career. 
They rap It's a lot of shit That motherfuckers Is afraid to do Literally Because you afraid Of fucking ridicule You afraid of embarrassment That's some punk ass shit To be afraid of But on some real shit That's the reason A lot of motherfuckers Ain't done what they They talent is The reason a lot of you niggas Ain't getting paid for your talent Is because you afraid Of ridicule What's going on Her songs you know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's literally afraid of what people going to say. Oh, man, what if they don't like me? Oh, man, I'm not that good of a singer. These poems ain't that good. I'm not that good of a drummer. I'm not that good of a violin player. I'm not that good. Of, like, so fucking what? You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, my nigga, you'll never succeed if you don't try. You'll never succeed if you don't put yourself out there. If you don't really put your talent on display, nigga, motherfucking nobody, niggas is not finna come to your house to hear your raps. You gotta put them motherfuckers out there. Niggas is not finna knock on your fucking door to hear your beats. You gotta put that shit out there. What's the motherfucking deal, sucker repellent? What's happening with you? You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, it's a million motherfuckers got a, a fucking laptop full of beats that they ain't played for nobody because in their head they ain't that good. You know, it's motherfuckers done wrote raps all over the motherfucker, all type of pieces of paper and all in they phone, all type of bars. But you feel like, oh, man, niggas ain't going to like this shit. But Blueface on the radio. Lil B the bass guy is looked at as a fucking legend in some people's eyes. And you think your fucking raps ain't good? Like shit like that should be the highest form of fucking inspiration, my nigga. You know what, what low-key made me start writing raps? Young Jock. Nigga, when I heard it's going down, I said, nigga, I could rap. This nigga on the radio? This nigga making hits? Nigga, if this nigga could do this shit, I know I could do this shit. And like I said, nigga, I, I never felt like I had the talent to rap. I never really fucked with, with hip-hop. It wasn't really like something that I really wanted to do. But I ain't on front, nigga. When I heard it's going down... That shit made me say, nigga, maybe I should write some raps. Maybe I could be a rapper. Because, nigga, if this nigga could do it, I know I could do it. Because it can't be that goddamn hard. Not if this shit is on the fucking radio. And like Juno said, rapping is more on image. Yeah, definitely. You know, but again, that's something too. Everybody has something to offer, my nigga. Especially when it comes to people who deem themselves to be talented. You know, because some motherfuckers be like, oh, ain't nobody going to want to hear a motherfucker like me or a person like me or somebody from where I'm from. You don't have to be a beautiful woman to be a famous singer, my nigga. Look at Lizzo. No shade, no shot, no none of that shit, my nigga. But when it comes to motherfuckers with talent, like nigga, you can't always write yourself off because there's somebody with every flaw that you consider yourself having, there's somebody with worse flaws that's succeeding, my nigga. Nigga, there's somebody from worse circumstances than you succeeding. There's somebody who's failed worse than you succeeding. Like with all my comedian homeboys, nigga, some of your favorite comedians go out and bomb. Dave Chappelle, bomb. Martin. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, these niggas done bombed before, my nigga, done terrible. 
You know, yeah, nigga, when you see that one hour special, they tearing that shit up. But nigga, these niggas done bombed. Cat Williams done bombed. I done been to shows of comedians who I paid money to see. These niggas were some of my fucking favorite comedians, and these niggas done bombed. You know, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace, my nigga. I paid money to see that nigga. Nigga, I got more laughs in the line on the way into the show than that nigga got on that stage, my nigga. And I paid to see him. But, nigga, it it ain't about whether you succeed or fail all the time, nigga. It's the fact that you keep on fucking going. The reason we know a lot of these niggas' names is because they stuck to what the fuck it was that they was doing. These niggas might not have been the greatest motherfucker in the world. They just stuck to it, my nigga. You know, like I say all the time about fucking Blueface, he ain't the most talented motherfucking rapper, but he keep on fucking rapping. Nigga keep dropping music. That's why we know who he is. Because also, like I say, you can have a million motherfuckers hating on you, dog. You can have a million motherfuckers that don't like what you do. You can have a million motherfuckers that don't fuck with your content. Don't fuck with your talent. Don't fuck with your comedy or your poems or your rap or any of that shit. But you can also have just as many people that actually fuck with it, my nigga. You know, there's a whole lot of motherfuckers that a lot of niggas that you heard didn't really care for your shit. But there's a big group somewhere that your ass ain't heard of yet that's fucking with your shit. You know, nigga, just like with us in this content game, my nigga. I got a gang of motherfuckers that's my close friends, real niggas who I talk to on a regular basis. Motherfuckers who done grew up with me, grew up around me. They ain't heard not nine, they ain't heard 10 seconds of the Too Much Game podcast. But I got a legion of strangers I've never fucking met that love this shit. Fuck with this shit. They look forward to every fucking episode. When I don't record, these niggas is in my DM like, damn, where's the show? Hey, damn, I didn't I didn't get the notification. Did you record the show? I'm looking for the show. I don't know these niggas. But that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, the fact that I haven't stopped. A lot of motherfuckers fuck with this shit. And like I say, nigga, to me, that's what I deem as success. I'm successful in the fact that there's people who fuck with what I do. So even though... It hasn't turned into financial success yet. It will. You know, I believe in what the fuck I do. You know, just like I said with the whole comedy shit, nigga, I'm gonna try. You know, even if I bomb, I'm gonna fuck around and go do that shit because I'm the type of nigga like, nigga, we gonna squab till I win, my nigga. You know, so even if I go on this motherfucker and I bomb, nigga, I'm gonna go bomb until I do good, nigga, till I get some motherfucking laughs up off that motherfucking stage. I'm going to motherfucking stick to it, you know, because like I said, I know I got the talent. I just got to find out how to make that shit translate onto the motherfucking stage. You know, like I say, nigga, all this shit goes to the belief that you have in yourself. Like you should have enough belief in your motherfucking self that there's nothing that you can't do. Shout out my nigga King John. I'm probably our marriage up in this bitch. You know, and like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, anything that you down to step into, you should be willing to do your best. You should be willing to do research. You should be willing to talk to people who have success in the field that you're going into. But internally, like, you should also have 
that shit in your mind to tell you like, nigga, I'm going to make this shit work. Whatever that looks like for you, you're going to pursue that shit, my nigga. And like I say, nigga, success ain't always millions of dollars, my nigga. Sometimes success is as a comedian. Hey, nigga, I told that room up, my nigga. So even though I might not have got paid, that was just an open mic. That was just something that I did because I wanted to get up there and do some comedy. That's success to me. I know I could go in any room in any part of this country and tear the room down. That's success to me, my nigga. And what you say, Marcus, uh, 418? Chappelle's not really a stand-up, but a good storyteller. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, Dave Chappelle is my favorite stand-up. To me, I got Dave Chappelle number one as the GOAT, the, the greatest comedian of all time. But as of recent, like his last probably five or six specials, they wasn't so much as being hilarious as they was being like master classes in keeping a room interested, keeping an audience paying attention, like captivating the audience and having them engaged with every word that you say. Like, nigga, that's that's a cold fucking talent. You know, the fact that we came with the expectation to laugh but we stay because what you said was so compelling. We couldn't even get up and use the fucking bathroom. Like, nigga, we didn't want to hit the pause button. We was like glued to the fucking TV. You know, you sitting in your seat in the fucking audience and you just in awe of the fact that you just can't wait to hear whatever the next word this motherfucker finna say or what the possible punchline might be or where's the point that this nigga's getting to. But you just highly fucking interested, my nigga. You know, like I said with this podcast shit, that's a lot of what the game is in podcasting. You know, a lot of us is not hilarious motherfuckers. We're not telling you no shit that's going to have you laughing. But the fact that I have you niggas sitting here in this live for 60 fucking minutes and I'm not telling no jokes. I'm not. Talking about no celebrity gossip. Y'all niggas just here to hear the game. You know, like I said, nigga, the reason that I be so happy to do this shit is because if you can tell me about shit that happened in the beginning of the show, shit that I said in the middle of the show, and shit that I said towards the end of the show, I'm like, God damn. Niggas really listen to this motherfucker for a whole hour. I must be doing some, some shit right. A lot of motherfuckers nowadays don't even have the nigga. Number one, the time. Number two, the attention span to sit and pay attention to something for a whole fucking hour. You know, so for me to have an audience that literally be listening to a whole hour of me talking my shit. Nigga, that that shit dope as a motherfucker. You know, like like I said, nigga, that's why like I'm. I look so highly at what Dave Chappelle does because even when he's not funny, he has niggas captivated for the whole time that niggas on stage. Nigga, that nigga is doing what I feel like I do at the highest fucking level, my nigga. That shit is amazing to me, dog. Like, that shit dope as a motherfucker. You know, like I said, like with stand-up comedians in general, like nigga, the fact that these niggas could get on stage with a bunch of motherfuckers that literally have an expectation and they meet that expectation 
and sometimes exceed that expectation, that's dope as a motherfucker. That's a cold fucking talent that I don't take for granted. That's not something that I look at as like easy. That's not something that I look at as like, oh, I know I can do this shit. You know, because like I said, nigga, it's a difference between break room funny, kicking it with your homeboys funny, Instagram live funny, podcast funny, and talking about eating ass funny. You know, because when you jump on that motherfucking stage, these niggas have an expectation to laugh. They have an expectation of you being funny. When somebody has a high expectation of something, it's very easy for you to fall short of what that expectation is, my nigga. You know, like I say all the time, my nigga, expectation is the main ingredient in disappointment. So when your expectations is, oh, I'm finna be dying laughing. Nigga, if you don't meet that expectation, nigga, they feel like that's failure. So you might have been pretty fucking funny that day. But because them niggas wasn't dying laughing like they thought they was going to be, they consider you as a failure. They consider that you as bombing. You know, like I say, with like a Dave Chappelle, right? You know, even like Cat Williams, that's another one. You know, these niggas is legends of what they do. What's the motherfucking deal? What the shit podcast is going on, Liza B? Like, nigga, when it comes to these expectations, right? You know, like with, with Cat Williams and Chappelle. Like, let's look at Cat Williams. Like, nigga, I done heard a few niggas. Oh, man, that nigga Cat. Yeah, nigga, I went to Cat show. Man, that shit was trash. I'm like, was it trash or was it not Cat Williams? You know, because there's a fucking difference, my nigga. Like, if your expectation is up here and somebody is right here, it's considered to be a failure. But let's say your expectations was down here. Let's say, nigga, you expected to not think the shit was funny at all. And the motherfucker made you laugh six or seven times. Because he exceeded your expectations, nigga, that's a fucking a wild success. What's the motherfucking deal? East Skrilla, the Wizard of Izzah, motherfucking peas in the building. You know, but that's the fucking thing. So the reason that I have so much respect for the stage and the grind of a comedian is because you're going on a stage with a bunch of motherfuckers with the expectation to laugh. Like, a lot of y'all niggas saw me go live on stage at the podcast pit. There was no pressure for me because them niggas, their expectation was to see a podcast. That's what the fuck I do anyway. So when I went up on stage, nigga, the fact that I made them laugh was easy because they wasn't expecting to laugh. That's why break room funny is different than stage funny. Because in the break room, they not expecting to laugh. In the break room, they just expecting conversation. So if you happen to be funny, Oh man, that nigga, that nigga had us dying. Oh nigga, that nigga be in the break room. He funny as a motherfucker. Oh man, that nigga at the Amazon warehouse, nigga, we be on the on the line working. Oh nigga, we unloading the trailer. That nigga funny as a motherfucker. That shit different when you telling them same jokes in front of a crowd of people expecting jokes. Because they expectation up here, my nigga. When you at work, your expectation to laugh is around this motherfucker. So whether or not you laugh is damn near irrelevant. But when you go on that stage, oh, no, nigga, we paid money. You better have us motherfucking rolling because we paid to laugh. You know, like I said, my nigga, like when it comes to this motherfucking podcast shit, my nigga, like, nigga, I'm I'm here to meet and, and exceed expectations. You know, like 
I put a heavy expectation when I named the motherfucking show. You know, whether niggas believe it or not, nigga, this shit called too much game, my nigga. Y'all niggas should be coming in this motherfucker expecting me to drop jewels all the time. You know, just like a lot of them. Oh, man, you was dropping jewels on that show. Nigga, what the fuck? Nigga, do you know the name of the show? Of course. The fuck I'm here for. I'm here to give you niggas the game. I'm here to give y'all niggas a whole hour worth of a whole gang of game. Too much game, my nigga. That's literally what the fuck I'm here for, my nigga. That's what the fuck you showed up for. When you click that shit and you seen too much game, you supposed to be expecting like, nigga, this nigga finna give me some life changing shit. This nigga finna give me some motherfucking ism like the homie, E. Skrilla, the wizard of ism. I like following that nigga page cause that nigga on his story, that nigga be dropping some jewelry, my nigga. You know, his shit is the ism, you know, with the 16s and the 304s. But it's the same type of shit, my nigga. Like, nigga, it's always some more of it, my nigga. You know, like he said. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, that's what the fuck you here for. You here for the motherfucking game. I tell y'all all the time, like, I'm only going to give you a little bit of my personal story. I'm only going to be a little bit introspective because you here for the game. You ain't here for what the fuck I did on Thursday. You niggas ain't here to hear how my day is going or how my mood is. I don't give y'all that, nigga. I'm here to give you motherfuckers the game. You know, same with this whole situation with me jumping on this motherfucking stage, my nigga. The reason I turned this mic on was to share how I felt internally. To share the motherfucking pep talk that I give myself when I'm getting ready to do anything, my nigga. You know, I always tell myself it ain't nothing that could be done that I can't do. Same thing I tell y'all is the same shit I tell myself. My nigga, if it could be done, you can do it, my nigga. Don't let fear stop you from doing shit because you never know what it is that you can do if you're willing to actually get your ass out there and do it, my nigga. Don't allow the fear of motherfucking failure to stop you from success because a lot of times the only difference between you getting where you want to go and you staying where the fuck you at is that fear of what you deem to be failure, my nigga. You know, failure is not the opposite of success, my nigga. Failure is something that you experience on the way to success. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me. At Uncle Dolomite, nigga, send me a dollar or something, my nigga. If the if the game helped you or blessed you or if I gave you something that your ass could use, you know, send a nigga a couple dollars on Cash App. Or you can get you some merchandise at too much game podcast.store. T-O-O Much Game Podcast.store. Get you a sweatshirt, t-shirt, motherfucking coffee mug, nigga, any merchandise, nigga. It all helps. You know, follow the motherfucking squad. Townhouse Media, patreon.com slash townhouse media, or the Sports for You podcast, sports number four letter U podcast. They go live Tuesdays and Fridays, 6 30 p.m. Pacific time, live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and all type of other motherfucking places. Follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite or Too Much Game Podcast. Um, too much game pod on Twitter. Uncle Dolomite on all other social media platforms. You know, go follow a nigga. You know, 
share my shit You know, like, hit the subscribe button I'm on TikTok Y'all niggas follow Uncle Dolomite on TikTok You know, I be dropping clips and little shit like that Put little effects in You know, try to dress that shit up for TikTok Um, I'm on YouTube too, my nigga Subscribe Hit the comments Hit the like button on, on YouTube Same Uncle Dolomite or Too Much Game Podcast I got two YouTube pages But, uh I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game.